You're locked into Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast with your hosts, EZD, Derek Jaws, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaterski, Bold Claim, Ben Yelich, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Statman. Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast is part of the BICBP radio network. Check us out online, www.bicbp-radio.com. You're tuned in to the Hats, Tats, and Stats Spring Break College Takeover. Now let's get back to Bold Claim Ben and the boys in the Dirty Elf. What's going on, folks? Welcome to this week's episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats, episode 124. Hats, Tats, and Stats is a championship pro-caliber podcast based in Buffalo, New York. And for the final time, we are in Alfred, New York. What's going on, folks? I am Bold Claim Ben. I am joined by... Teats and Micro Marrero. Damn it. And um, Ling Ling Corey Solero will be joining us in a second, but he decided as soon as we started recording that he needed to go to the bathroom. So here we are, because the worst part about this is our opening segment was going to be talking about Jalen Hurts' contract, and he's the Eagles fan. Now we just can talk a bunch of shit about him. I'll pull it up right now. And we can so what about it. Noah Sewell going 10? <laughs> I, once somebody said that they might trade up and try to get B. John Robinson, it made so much more sense. But I just wanted to say some outlandish shit about the Eagles because they definitely do some dumbass pick like getting Noah Sewell in the first round. No, like, no, no, no. How we learned after Jalen Rager. Yeah, exactly. But the no Jalen Rager picks. fucking fiasco is a, is a perfect example of why they pick Noah Sewell. Or someone like him. As you have heard, Corey's back. All right, Corey. Jalen Hurts. Big contract. Talk about the contract oh, yeah. first. Yeah, so big it's, contract. It's a five-year, $255 million contract. He's the highest big player ever. That's mm. so insane. So like he's it. making more than Patrick Mahomes, Josh okay. Allen. Hey, he's guaranteed QB sneak every yeah. time. Until they get... That out of the rules. Yeah, but that's not coming next year. Wait, they, what's the new they, rule proposed? Uh, they they proposed through? it. It didn't go through, but there's a good possibility that it gets brought up again. Um, they basically want to outlaw the push, which oh, like was which was a rule before. Yeah, it was. Um, and then they got rid of it. Honestly, like, the Bills don't need the push. We can just lay our six foot four. Seven? I don't know. Actually, you know how tall he is. Maybe five, six, five. Six, five. Yeah. We, we, he can just pull up the use fucking stats. Oh, he's like six, five. Ah, this is why we're hashtags and stats, everyone. <laughs> Wait, who are we? Micro talking? Marrero is our stat guy. <laughs> who are we talking about? Your center or <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen? Josh got, Allen. <laughs> got some micro stats. He's six five. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> no, six, micro stats from Micro Marrero. How tall is Russell Wilson? Short. Yeah, exactly. 5'11"? I say short as I'm not 5'7". <laughs> yeah, but when we're talking about a different group of people, in that context, that he's short. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, real world, he's normal. He's what you call, what you like to talk about. Average. I, I, I talk about he's average 5'11". a lot. 5'11". Yeah, yeah. He, and not 6 foot. Yeah, he's close to 6 foot, but... Yeah, I yeah. mean that's, I, I when we had Tyrod, that was the biggest thing people complained about was how short he was because, how like, short was he? <sighs> all right, stats. Ah, damn it! I, I am I the guy tonight. Guy. Was he? I thought he was at least six foot. He was short. I didn't think it was that he was short. He, he was short. His, a lot of people are complaining about his height because it seems like he 
was too afraid to throw over the middle, mm-hmm. and that's because he couldn't see over the offensive line. Oh. What's the average? I want to see the trend on the average. You want to know who's fucking mammoth for no reason? Justin Herbert is huge. Is he really? He's taller than Josh. He's 6'6". He's only an inch taller. He doesn't look like he'd be tall. No, but he's huge. So social media quarterbacks, right? Yeah. (laughs) That was so funny. That's the dumbest take I've ever heard. We've been off the rails like five times already. Uh And I love where this is going. (laughs) I want to see the trend on like the height of NFL line, like the average height. Across the NFL linemen through the years, like, that's got to be insane. Yeah. Just a bunch Six. of Vikings just going to town every time. Vikings and um, oh, crap, uh, Filipinos, yeah. especially no, like Samoans. Samoans that's yes. what I meant to say. They're like all Polynesians. Like, Polynesians. That was the that was the um, culture. They're always like huge. Like it's like it's it's pretty cool. That that's <laughs> it's honestly right? yeah. That's like. That's like the one country and area that could possibly defeat the United States. Well, and and look and at in the rugby. Olympics. There's a lot of like Polynesian guys and that play rugby that are just insane athletes. Like I don't know a lot of like the rugby teams, but when you see stuff on like TikTok or on Instagram and you see them doing the haka, like that's that's terrifying. But they're just insane athletes. Yeah, and. Like, there's a lot of cultures, too, that do that, because uh, Alex Pereira, he does the, like, uh, warrior scream before fights, walking yeah. out and stuff, and he'll do it in the his full, like, cultural, like, um, face it's paint so and everything. Cool. It's so awesome. Well, who Great the, segue. Yeah. Let's who, talk, let's talk about uh, UFC. Who was that one guy that played at LSU right. who did it with his dad? Uh, I can't think of his name, and it was no. yeah. I have no idea who he is. I'm not gonna lie. He, I I don't think he had a really standout um, NFL career. Did he? Oh, uh, I think he got cut from the Chargers. Well, there you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember I remember him on that Hard Knocks, but yeah, keep going with the. Alright, continuing shit. on. Let's let's talk about UFC. Perfect segue that got ruined. Yeah, <laughs> my, no. <laughs> Um, that fight was crazy. I, I was full like Team Pereira going into it. Like I just love him. I think he's the one of the scariest people I've ever seen in the UFC because he he seems to just not have any emotion. Oh, too far. Any emotion compared to the other fighters? Like all the other fighters treat it like a sport. He treats it like a like a battle to the death. It's kind of scary. It's it's kind of like lacrosse in the way that like. The Native Americans met lacrosse to be played. It's called the medicine game. It's not meant to be a sport. It's meant to be healing, and it's meant to be yep. like yeah. Because that's it's, like it's a war. Wait, what fighting was originally as sport <laughs> was like, um, just battling. Like in the Colosseum and stuff, they would literally just battle, and the winner was the one who survived. I mean, that's like that's just the psychology behind sports too. I mean, another way like. Another great way to show, like, some nationality and also another way to, like, I don't know, like, settle country disputes without getting too political or, like, you know, a war is the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. It's the reason why the Olympics has survived so long and it's the reason why they keep going. Honestly, yeah, I, I love the Olympics. It's just 
so many great athletes meeting in all of their crafts that they, they dedicate there's years of their lives to this mm-hmm. one event and it's just like like just wrestling and stuff it's it's better than any of the other levels for me because they shrink the amount of weight classes so it's the best of the best in a very wider like a much wider range yeah and that's like why when the world tournament comes up both Kyle Dake and Jordan Burroughs always go because they're one of them will go like 174 and the other one will go lower but then when we get to the Olympics they go in all kilograms and stuff and it's I, I don't know the exact number of weight classes right now but it's they always have to wrestle off so it's the best of the best going in so yeah going back to the uh, Adesanya Pereira fight yeah um, I thought that it was about to be like a early knock like TKO for um, Pereira because he had him up against the fence with landing knees. That was like the only only thing that I got to see from that fight. Like it was it was kind of weird because we we were at the bar, so we and it was a crappy bar, so they obviously did not have the money to pay for the cover. Yeah. Because bars, if you don't know, um, the cover they have to pay to get a pay per view is not just your normal pay per view for a house. It is whoever your normal... It's your maximum capacity. Yeah, it's your maximum capacity times the price. That number of pay-per-views, which is so much money. It's a lot of money. Well, I mean, if you have, like... This is a really dumb number, but I mean, if you have, like, 100 people maximum capacity, that's what, like, six grand? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, and that's... If they don't already have ESPN+, Plus, then they have to pay for the... Ah, shit's so expensive. It's it's really expensive. So I I was at a crappy bar, and, um... It was interesting because at least we got to see the undercard on ESPN, um, and then we went to um, uh, the guy I was with was going on all those crappy streams that you could try to find all the free streams, um, and then like we, like all the streams went down uh, right before the fight, and like we look back at the TV to see ESPN, and ESPN was showing the intro, so I was thinking, oh. The fight's right there, you know. We we get to see it. No, they didn't pay. They didn't pay for the fights. No. So they um, honestly, what I ended up doing, TikTok. Oh, holy crap! The easiest thing I've ever been able to do, especially if you're not like you're not around a lot of people and trying to watch on a TV. If you're just in a local setting and you just want to watch the fight on your phone, like we we went to TikTok Live. And then I think one stream went down, yeah. and I literally scrolled, and there it is again. Like yeah. it, it flooded my TikTok live, and I, I got to watch the fight for free. Um, but that was one of the craziest things is that we finally got to watch the end of the fight, and I really thought Pereira had him. Yeah, I thought it was about to be four and zero. Like it's like the John Jones DC situation, like. They always had a rivalry, but it's not much of a rivalry when you lose every time. It's just a big brother, little brother situation. But... <laughs> um, no, but, yeah, like... And it's it was especially cool to look at, like, the way he won with baiting him into coming to coming close so he, like, could have a, um, a reach advantage. And then he landed that right hook, which in, like, every fight so far... He stumbled Pereira with in the past. It was the same exact mm-hmm. situation as the end of the first round in their last fight in the UFC. Yep. And the, he got saved by the bell. He was wobbling after the bell rang, 
And now this time he had no time to save him, and uh, Adesanya just came in with a left hook after, and he just went down. Yeah, no, it was it was a really good fight. Um, I know we've talked about it before, but um, it feels like UFC is really really hitting stride with this thirtieth anniversary thing. I mean, we're getting a fight. I mean, how many times have we talked about the UFC since yeah. we've we've been taking over this podcast? I mean, it feels like almost every time we've been able to talk about some UFC, and I think that's that's the best thing for them is just keep doing stuff. keep yeah. keep doing stuff, keep getting content out there, and the, I mean, it's the other thing is if you have enough fighters, yeah, keep doing it. The issue would be is if you get guys who get injured. Um, not able to fight, uh, guys who are holding out for contracts, yeah. and that and that stalls things. But I think they're in a really good situation right now where they have a lot of good fighters, a lot of big names. Um, that's attracting enough audience to keep keep a lot of money flowing and keep these events really well attended. Yeah, and I think the they won't run into as big of an issue as like. The NFL does with players trying to hold out for contracts because like the difference between NFL players and UFC fighters is like these guys kind of need to fight it's like just a, a like a hunger for them but in the NFL it's not always like that they treat it more like business they're there to do their job and make money so they don't need to play they can find other ways to make money but these guys can't do anything else but you also got to think that the longevity of your career in the UFC compared to well I mean, it really depends on your position because in the NFL, if you last three years, then you get your pension, you get all those benefits. But if you stay in the UFC, there's nothing like that. And then if you have a good career, is there? All right, I don't think know. they have a pension or anything like that. I, I think they have something for their. I, I mean, <coughs> but like, you got to think of the the length of your career in the UFC. Like, if you're a good fighter, your your career is like the six other to thing, eight years long. The you other don't thing have a is whole age. That's the, the thing. The other thing is age, and the UFC is very, very weird in that regard because a lot of fighters are former athletes so a lot of college athletes who didn't make it to the nfl or didn't make it to the nba start their fighting careers and then it takes two or three years to really make an impact and go to the nfl i mean that's mostly just for americans um, I mean, I isn't that how John Jones started his career? He didn't he didn't make it big like his brother Chandler for uh, football, so he started focusing more on MMA. Well, he, um, was, he was also doing it his entire life. He he talked yeah. about like some of the oh sorry some of the other guys that he uh, was fighting, and they're like these guys they come from like wrestling or or um, or just kickboxing or something. He's like MMA is something I've done my entire life. He's like, I know every position. I do everything, like, perfectly. Like, it was cocky as shit, but he's, he's right. he backs it up. He's just yeah. dominates. Just, like, some of these guys and their backgrounds, like, the way that they were brought up, like, they're, they've been through some shit. And I don't, I, there I is... imagine that, like, the Jones family has some, some shit. I'd, I'd like to do a, a dive on that, but these guys are... There like is some really weird. There is some really weird age insane. differences, though, because there there are still guys who are going through college and doing college wrestling, and like they don't get to start their careers after a while. Yeah. I mean, like you get to see guys who are in their like early to mid forties fighting, and then there's the kid. Seventeen. Yeah, there's the kid. Yeah. There's a kid who's eighteen. Yeah. Oh. Like. That he he just fought in the same card. I don't know if you got any of you guys watched that. I didn't get to no, see it. So that. It. He's 18 years old. 
Dana's already got him in the first fight of the main card, which is crazy. Some fighters fight for years before they get a chance to be in like the prelims. Honestly, that and that first fight of the main card always is a good one because it's it's a hook. Yeah. It's it's almost as good as the fight right before the main event and the main event because it's meant to get the viewers yeah ready like for the main fight. Right. I think it also might have been like a PR thing to have like the young it always, prodigy yeah, of like, course. in there. Like, it's money. Yeah. yeah, it's no. business. But it's like, I mean, you finally saw his age. Last time, so the only way I can explain him is he fights like how I imagine a kid to fight. He's crazy and like go the he pushes the pace super fast because a lot of older more experienced fighters won't do that but he's just constantly coming at you and um all this but he he looked like he was going to win in the first round he got him into a submission and then he just he, the pace caught up with him he landed like seven strikes the whole fight and then he just got beat by a more experienced fighter. I, f- I feel like I'm about to be a teacher calling on the kid that hasn't talked, but Corey, you got any opinions? Because you've been silent for the last 16 minutes. <laughs> I don't really know much about the UFC, and I'm just, I'm just listening. I've been into it for two years, and I'm just saying a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah, so man. Just hop in, man. <laughs> we're, we're, we're here to talk. You like the kid. I do like the kid, but I didn't get to watch him, but... I mean, you're a past wrestler, so yeah, you kind of... Yeah, but you have an idea. Who's that guy from Penn State that... Bill Nickel? Yeah. I liked his fight the last time we saw him. Cause I'd watch him. I, f- I missed it. <laughs> Sorry! I missed the fight. I thought we all watched that one together. No, I went I went, I went. went with him to his porch. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, Corey, bo- you're being really useful today. The bone nickel fight <laughs> w- was good too. I was expi- excited for him to fight because watched him all through Penn State and he won too fast. Lost. He's just. Didn't he also have an illegal knee though? He did. He they, the there's a video of him and a illegal knee. Who did he fight? Had uh, not really a big name yet, but. Um, what about Jorge Masvidal? That's that's kind of upsetting he that he retired. He's no, he's fought he's, so he's many times. He's old. He's like yeah. fifty-one fights. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Well, he he also is the guy that he's kind he's kind of the bitch guy where it kind of is like, hey, we don't have anybody fighting. Masvidal is like, fuck it, we ball. I'll fight <laughs> fuck it, we ball. And that's the crazy. He's pretty thing. good at speaking, so he just gets marketed really well because yeah. he really doesn't ever win. But I don't know with the Ben Askren. Fight yeah, he lives off of that. Yeah, yeah. and I, I still feel like I don't know. Th- I feel like there's been a lot of retirements in the UFC, and the guys come back for a bigger payday. Yeah, I I do see th- that could be a possibility. We might see that really soon. This will be like one of the bigger on retirements. Is did you see John Jones on Twitter saying that he wants Stipe to fight him? Oh, in, I want that to happen in Madison Square Garden. Ooh. Um, and he and John Jones also said. For his retirement fight, like John Jones would retire after that. Yeah, fight but he Stephen. like there you go. We're talking about unretirement. How many times has John Jones retired? He hasn't technically ever retired. ever retired. I thought he retired at least once because he was that was a whole no, he contract got, situation. Got suspended. Again, <laughs> a forced, a forced retirement. <laughs> First retirement. And then he took three years off to put on forty pounds. Jesus, he was huge. Just a win. Seven seconds. I mean, I thought he was thinking about uh, cutting for the next fight too. 
cutting uh, weight. That was and uh, him and Adesanya have been beefing for years now since he fought in the, his last fight, and Adesanya was talking all that shit, and then as soon as John Jones was like, "All right, let's fight," he was like, "His he literally said my manager won't let me take this fight." <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I can't come over, man. My mom won't let me. He is so <laughs> To be petty. entirely honest, though, John Jones would murder Adesanya. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just their style of fighting is entirely different. I mean, not really. They both can strike a lot, but John Jones, when he, fights, when he fights a wrestler, he punches the shit out of him. When he fights <laughs> a striker, he takes him to the ground. That's why he's so much better than everyone. He's he, mo- he's a complete fighter. Yes. Well, is is Adesanya a close guy? Because I thought he had a background in kickboxing. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying like he. Well, would, yeah, that's he, what. It, but I still think John Jones could outstrike him. Just so much more powerful. I was listening to someone talk about. I forgot who John Jones was fighting, but John Jones is such an animal in the ring that he was pushing off with his toe, and he flipped his toe upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to find that. That's why he tapes his toe. Yeah. Uh, didn't they uh, yell at him when they he was fighting? Didn't take his toe tape off when he was fighting Gon and uh, it didn't matter. He choked him out of yeah. that, that was the most let down of, I was having a bad weekend already and then that fight happened and I was like, what? It was not the fight I that I thought it was going to be. What, what were you like again? What? What? That was the dumbest <laughs> thing I could have ever said. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I, I'm going to shout out my boy Dom because every time we watch UFC, <laughs> this man gets so hype. It's awesome. No, every single card, we'll watch one fight. He was like, dude, that was the greatest fight I've ever watched. He's like, I can't believe that just happened. Can you believe that? I, I just love this dude's energy. Every time we watch a fight, he was like, I can't believe it. I can't believe, man. Who was like, the that fight was, that, that we was amazing before that? that Volkanovski like, and no, no, the Grasso. Oh, Grasso. Grasso. And who was she? Wasn't uh, I don't know. It was some. It was Val- I think it Valentina. Yeah, Shevchenko. Shevchenko. That told me to bet on Shevchenko. Shevchenko, but I said no. I'm going. No, I'm going to bet on Grasso. I won sixty bucks. I was so pissed because I put so much money on Shevchenko. So if you ever meet my friend Dom as well. Not only will he get excited about UFC, but if you take any betting advice from him, do the exact opposite, (laughs) and you will win a lot of money. Fantasy, parlays, anything. Just just don't, like, fade him every time. You're going to be a millionaire. Put your house on it. His enthusiasm gets you. He's so enthusiastic about his ideas, so you're like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll put my money on them, and it instantly reverses. Makes no sense. Have them pick someone's gonna win the Super Bowl. Find their exact opposite. Oh crap! Oh, we're never gonna win. I just realized I'm's big Bills fan. <laughs> you gotta get him to. He's switch. the reason. You can't watch football for a year. The Bills curse is Dom. <laughs> Instead of Drake, it's Dom. Remember, oh, he, he is Drake. <laughs> no, I've never seen such like a change in mood. It was. Sorry, this is going to be hurt a little bit. But it was two years ago when they lost <laughs> to the Chiefs oh, really fast. God, Dom that. was literally head down. I think he was crying. The next minute, he's standing up. Ben, we're going to win the Super Bowl next year. I called my friend. <laughs> yeah. I called my friend. Yeah. I think I remember me and Clay were talking in the kitchen. I'm like, something's going to happen <laughs> within these 13 seconds. 
and it's not going to be good. I told you to shut up because there's no way that would happen. <laughs> was that the night you wanted to fight me? Because no, no, that was a regular season game. Was yeah. it? I yeah. thought that was before we. Oh yeah, no, I think that was before like Thanksgiving. I don't know why you and I. No, just I like, got I got very heated about the Bills. I literally yeah, said I, I've like, got I've got a little bit better. Yeah, last this, but not like, this past season, the season before. No, <laughs> I was <laughs> even worse sophomore year because yeah. when we lived with uh, our friend Noah, uh, and he he knew how to antagonize me about the Bills and get me so mad about it. It was even worse. It was even worse uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, last year you and I just said something at the same time, so I was like, just I was just messing around with you. I was like, you know, pinch poke, you owe me a coke, and then you just started like you were getting ready to throw hands. I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> These things, they happen, right? Oh my god. I remember this year. It was when, uh the goose egg game where Russell Wilson smashed his head on the ground. Oh, that was bad. I was, I, I was, I didn't get to watch the beginning of the game because I think I, I forgot what I was doing. I think you were doing homework. Yeah, and then it was like, it was like 28 to 3 in the first quarter or something, or the first half. So I was like, all right, fuck this, I'm not watching. Someone texted me and like, they're, they go, you should watch the rest of this game. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Check the score and they're like th- down three or a touchdown and they're driving down the field. And I, all I remember is we fucked it up, and I smashed my phone into the, the couch, and I gave myself rug burn on my knuckles because I was so yeah. pissed. Nothing was better than um, like this season, when the Jets were down by a lot, and then Clayton said, "I'm done watching this game," oh, and then they it was came. The Browns. They, yeah, it was the Browns, and they started coming back, and then he went to Subway, and he. Like, literally the last drive, Clayton was at our door, and we're like, Clayton, if you want the Jets to win, you are not allowed to walk into this apartment right now. <laughs> and, they, he, and he waited. <laughs> then they got the onside kick, and we won. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting football season. Like, I'm actually kind of excited to watch Broncos football again. And then I'm going to get let down, like, two games in. I'm excited to watch the Lions. Oh, that's a good team to watch. The Lions have been sneakily good. Like they didn't deserve that. What what was their record like? Nine nine and eight. No no not last year the year before it. that. They lost those games. Well, I know, but they lost losses. <laughs> so no, I'm oh, just saying. NFL. Oh, you don't right. get these ones. You're good, but nah. Nah, fuck off. They they looked like a lot better team than their record showed. So like I I think they, I, they I, lost on a lot of like last yeah. minute. Uh, touchdowns. I definitely want to change subjects a little bit because NFL is a little bit of yesterday's news. Correct. Um, until next week. To, until next week. Yeah, we got the draft coming up. That'll be fun. Um, but I did make this comparison a lot. I don't know if I've done it on the podcast, but I've said the Sabres are a lot like um, the Lions. And playoff hockey is currently happening at the moment. So we got 2-1. Um, to one, Win for Carolina, three to one. Boston, Boston is phenomenal. Yeah. Edmonton's winning against the Kings right now. Yes. Really want to watch that game because I want to see Connor McDavid do Connor McDavid things. Who's the favorite um, to win the? Who's the favorite to win? Boston. Yeah, they're, they're uh, Boston. Right. Bo- Boston had the single greatest season in NHL history yeah. in wins and points, but the Sabers are a lot like the Lions because they were one win away. 
from from playoffs. And it, it seemed a lot like the Lions because <clears throat> they have the team to do it. And they're just one year away. It feels like they're one year away from doing something special. Their coach cares about culture a lot. We're overpaying a veteran randomly. <laughs> um, our offense is sweet, but our defense is lackluster. Um, finding a new goalie at the end of the season who is a stud. Um, I think the biggest letdown. I don't know. I don't. I don't like to like. I don't like to say what ifs very much, but as of right now. Boston has the goalie that we had last year. Linus Allmark is going to win best goalie of the year. Really? He's he set a record for most amount of wins by any goalie in a single season. His uh, stats are incredible. Now, don't get me wrong. He's got some really good defensemen around him, and he wouldn't have had that in Buffalo. He would have had Darlene. He would have had power. But, I don't know, you keep him around, and maybe, maybe you win – a few more games, but guess what? A few more games is playoffs because all yeah. we needed was one. Yeah, but some of those guys, like, Powers is still developing, so... <clears throat> Powers is developing, yeah. But, I mean, <clears throat> when you say it like that, the team that the Bruins have and then Bruins. having... Bruins is crazy because they're old, and they came out of nowhere. They're like, old? Yes. A lot of people were predicting the Bruins not to make the playoffs this year because they were a lot like the Penguins and a lot like the Capitals where they were once really good early 2010s and they've made some decent moves to like get some younger guys. But it seems like they were still on the way down. And all of a sudden this year, they have dudes who have played in the league forever playing like they're back in their prime again. So, yeah. Um, the the thing I'm really excited to watch, like I said, is uh, Connor McDavid do Connor McDavid things. I'm really excited for the Maple Leafs to lose in the first round again. Uh, super, one of the greatest pastimes of NHL hockey is just watching the Maple Leafs lose. Who are they playing? Uh, Tampa, which they lost to last year as well. Oh wow! Um, the best part is the one the COVID season. They had uh, the only time they had the play-in tournament, and they lost in the first round of the play-in tournament. <laughs> it was it was gorgeous. What would be the NFL equivalent of the Maple Leafs? They are the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. So a lot. Oh yeah. No, that matches up. A, a lot of star power. Um, high expectations every year, like their championship or bust. And immediately lose in the first round. <laughs> I love that comparison. Yeah, no, they are they are the Cowboys. I want to hang out with some Leafs fans and see if it holds up. But the East East is really interesting, and, th- and that's kind of the reason why the Sabres didn't make playoffs. I mean, if they were in the West, <clears throat> they obviously made playoffs, but you don't really choose where um, Buffalo decides to lie on the map geographically. So, <laughs> oh, really? no, we're going to take <laughs> Buffalo and we're going to move it somewhere else. Yeah, they almost did that with the Bills. Yeah, Pagula saved us. All right. Bon Jovi was ready to move, uh, move us to um, Toronto. Oh, I thought you guys were going to move down somewhere in Texas. Yeah, they wanted to move to Austin, but that was just an excuse to get taxpayers to pay Uh, for their stadium. uh, We love that. Love when taxpayers pay for the stadium. I mean, at the moment, our owner really can't formulate words right now, so. Yeah. Does he have health issues? Or do you have a stroke? No, Kim had a stroke. 
Oh. Uh, yeah. Right on. Not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> no. Not at all. Yeah, Why'd you say it like that? Why'd you say it like funny. that? <laughs> what? Oh, no. Tonight, mister. God damn not it. Not at all. Every, I don't think I can say one right thing tonight. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm really fucking up. Tonight, I'm bud. really good owner news for the NFL if we want to talk about some NFL. The commanders got sold. Finally. Let's go. Fuck Dan Did Schneider. Go yeah, Only six billion dollars. No, the six billion dollar uh, one didn't go through. There was it a didn't go through. There's a seven billion dollar. It doesn't matter at this point. Dan Snyder is going to sell the team. Good. It's Pro- that's the best. Thing. That's the best part. And honestly, not only is he an awful human being in the first place, all the the sexual harassment stuff, yeah. the workplace environment, shitty um, Sean Taylor Memorial, the shitty Sean. That was the the stadium basically falling apart after like. The team falling apart. Yeah, the team falling the, apart. Yeah, the stadium's terrible. Honestly, the, the stadium in sports. And they the rebranding does. was abysmal. Like, I get the under, oh. I understand the reasoning behind changing the name, but the way the way they handled it was just awful. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm very excited to see what new ownership does. I kind of want to see them rebrand again. I don't think they will. They probably um, but yeah. I, and honestly, the other part is, from what, from what I remember and hearing in like, owners meetings, it's basically just Dan Schneider, telling the rest of the owners to fuck off, and no one liked him. Really. And there was, there was a rule about um, trying to get owners to kick out other owners if they didn't like him, and it was basically because they just wanted to get rid of Dan Schneider. But there's one other owner who voted to keep that rule from happening and it was Jerry Jones because oh, Jerry no Jones Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones was concerned that if you kick out one owner you don't like you can kick out multiple owners you don't like mm-hmm. and then he's at risk of losing his team yeah because he's not just the owner he's ev- he does everything which he shouldn't be that's that, why the Cowboys fail every year that also being said something really weird about the Cowboys they have their own, um, like, apparel and marketing stuff. So, like, technically the NFL is all Nike. But the Cowboys are Nike because they want to be. Yeah. So the NFL NFL all goes through Nike except for the Cowboys. The Cowboys, in all reality, they can do whatever they want. It's, they, it's... they can go to Adidas and they could be the one Adidas team. Um, um, and it's the same, and it was the same when I was working with New Era, is that we had to design for all of the NFL and then the Cowboys. Yeah. It was super, super strange. Um, it's, it's weird because the NFL knows what team makes them money. Like, yeah. So it's like, this is America's team. They bring in the most money. They get special rules. I mean, they're, they're, they're their own entity. It yeah. is insane. And the NFL is not the only sport that has that. You see that with the Yankees too. Uh, like I don't know if you read the study on those baseballs because there's like the three different baseballs they use. There's just the regular one. It's pretty balanced, not too heavy, not too light. Then there's the what they call the the pitcher ball. It's it's heavier, uh, like a lot denser, so it doesn't uh, go out as far. And then there's the juice ball from the COVID season when mm. everyone was hitting home runs. 
and they still have those for certain events. So things like the All Star Game, uh, really big like games that will bring yep. in more money. And you you saw you saw the that uh, conspiracy theory on TikTok and Twitter, didn't you? No, I read it, the study. On okay, it. yeah, yeah, um, it's crazy. The guy, one guy did a whole study on he it. He stole all the baseballs. And, yeah, and compared them because one guy did, yeah. one single guy did a, a giant study on all the baseballs because I think he asked the MLB to do it, and, and the MLB basically was trying to cover up because they knew that it was doing it. But basically, what you were saying is big games. Playoffs, all-star games, and, and Yankees games. Yes, and that's why they wanted to cover it up. Because at Yankees uh, stadiums, all the other teams would only have them if they were hosting the big events. But then at Yankee Stadium, they consistently had juiced baseballs. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you you think that MLB might have had a little bit to do with Judge? I'm not, I'm not going to take away anything from Judge. You still got to put the bat on the ball. Yeah, yeah. well, that, no, that's the other and, and he's insanely talented. One of the best baseball players we've seen in a long time. And One of the best athletes. Yeah. Because I remember when he was coming out, and I was like, damn, this dude could play any sport he wants. If yeah. he wants to play end for the Bills right now, let's go. Right. No, <laughs> like, the talent that we're seeing in the MLB is insane. Yeah. Like, look at Aaron Judge. Look at Bryce Harper. Look at Shohei Otani. Look at Trout. O'Neal Trout is Cruz. the most insane O'Neal, athlete O'Neal, I've ever O'Neal seen. Cruz, Cruz might end up being tier. more talented than all of them. He's super fast. He can throw across the diamond 102 miles an hour or something like that. That's disgusting. And then he hits rockets. Like 15 or 115 mile per hour exit velocities. And he's like 6'6", six, six, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's massive. And that's he's another, huge. like, Stanton's 484-foot home run? That's oh, definitely... my God. At a, Juice ball. At 117 miles an hour? And it didn't even look like he swung that hard. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, I don't think that... This is going to be a weird take. I don't think that the juice balls are a bad idea, but it has to be entirely randomized. Like, you can't... Once it starts becoming, like, a picked thing where the MLB's pulling strings and putting more juice balls in certain games then that's when it becomes more of a problem. But, like, the other thing about baseball, it's so crazy, like, the amount or the the range of talent that you can have. Like, look at Jose Altuve. Or, uh, yeah, look at Jose Altuve in the picture compared to Aaron Judge. Like, he's not a tall man. And then they're playing the same sport, and he's still a competitive athlete. Like, it's it, baseball's just insane to me in that respect. Because you can just have, well, obviously you can because there's some pretty short running backs in the NFL. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, your stereotypical, not nice stereotypical, your prototype running back, like in the NFL, should kind of be almost like a Devin Singletary type. You're shorter, shifty, but also like a little bit of pop too. All of a sudden, you can bend, not bend. You can squat 500, 600 pounds and just pound the rock like a uh, Nick Chubb yeah. or a Saquon. I'm excited to see what Bijan does, especially if he goes to the Eagles. I, I want he's... the Eagles to draft him. Like, I really do. <sighs> I want him. Something tells me that this kid's getting a little overhyped. He's, it, and it's, I mean, it's but hard. But I don't know. Here's, here's the thing. They, they always say don't draft a running back in the first round. But over the last few years, I haven't really seen any running back that didn't deserve the hype. Yeah. Like, every single time there's been a running back that's been super... Super high in the draft rankings. They've done really good. You look at Saquad. You look at um, 
Kenneth Walker. You look at Kenneth Walker. You look at Christian McCaffrey. When did Derrick Henry go? I think he was a first-round guy. No, I think he was second round. He was second, he was second round. round. He was second. Um, the only running back that I can really think of that maybe didn't produce 100% was uh, Leonard Fournette coming out of the first round. But that's because he didn't he didn't do so great with the Jaguars. And all of a sudden, you put an offensive line in front of him with the Bucks, and he looks pretty good. Yeah. Like, Dude. Oh. Yeah, that was the year that... Zeke got drafted in the first round, and Derrick Henry was. A and th- there round. you go. Like Zeke also did really well as a first round draft pick. Now, obviously, he's fallen off, but you you can't tell me that Zeke is not worth the first round, especially at that he time. He was. Oh my oh, god, yeah. he was amazing. Yeah. Watching and him and Saquon eight, was play it three against... years in a row that he yeah. got the rushing record. And watching yeah. him and Saquon battle in those uh, Cowboys uh, Giants, Giants games, games yeah. was awesome. It was just those two just breaking like. Yeah, that must have been really fun to watch for four games in a season. Oh, it was really fun. Because Noah. Yeah, I don't like the Giants. (laughs) Or the Cowboys. No way, really? I couldn't imagine that. Wow. Don't like your rivals. Can you name at least one more team that you don't like? No, I'm not going to name that team. Is it the Commanders? Commanders? (laughs) No. Oh. (laughs) Oh, okay, moving on. Oh, it's the Bills. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, I, I think you just don't like the Bills because you like being a dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. I support his journey. No, no, you don't. <laughs> I love how Ben is the only person that likes all of our teams, and then we all target the Bills. Just yeah, you guys are assholes. <laughs> yeah, but we all throw shots at each other every game day. Like... Oh, oh, yeah, no, the Broncos are a crapshoot. Oh, yeah, they have been for the past seven years. I love doing the horns down the clay whenever college football comes I love out. the it's Broncos. It's so much like, fun. I actually genuinely like the Broncos. They are one of my favorite teams in the NFL. I watched Peyton Manning. He was my guy, but, like, man, they're in a rough spot. Something else that we were, we said we were going to um, talk about today. and I We don't know enough about basketball. Oh, yeah, basketball. We know. can just comment that. Yeah, Corey, Corey was the one who brought up yeah, UConn. Corey, Corey, you want to add? Corey, you want to talk <laughs> for the first time today? That would be super UConn nice. UConn dominated the tournament, and it made no sense. Every game they played, they won by at least 15. Well, it makes sense. They're fucking good. Yeah, they earned those wins. They weren't given, right, Nate? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> they deserved them. No, but what was more impressive was those three guys who were practicing Ramadan and fasting throughout the day and then eating very minimal before the game. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe, I can't believe they could perform like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah we, three guys that were we, we had a kid on our football team that did so that, not- and he, I can tell you what, he was one of the most miserable, like, he, yeah. he was having a rough time, and I'm like, I can't imagine doing that. No. Like, that's, that's, awesome. that's insane. It's impressive, like sticking. It's so, it's so impressive. But like, think about it, especially as a student athlete, because like, you can't eat until sundown, right? Mm-hmm. So like, sun up to sundown. yeah. So like, at that point, like sleep is such a precious time. Yeah. Eating is such a huge thing. As a student athlete, you only have so many hours in the day to do what you need to do, and. To, I mean, I guarantee they're not doing much classes if they're no, in, they take in the like, tourney. They take like, they got like tutors and they only take like 
six credits a semester. Well, so I'd be interested they, to see they, what well, their degree is. They, they, like they, like they still need classes. a full schedule. Yeah. No, but they do like filler yeah. classes. They'll make the, I, like they're, the they're not taking six credit hours, though. No. They, Twelve. They're technically, <laughs> they're only technically taking six real credits, and the rest are like... That's underwater basketball. Like, yeah, it's like that. The uh, professor yeah, that's will where like that email. Came from, actually, it'll be like yeah. bullshit classes, Alabama, so that's how they fill no. their schedule because they take the least was... amount they can do. Yeah, because so that's that was that was one of the biggest I'm things. The road so much. That was one of the biggest things with me returning for another season of football is that I needed to maintain minimum credit hours to be a full time student. Yeah. Under NCAA rules. Right. Well, regardless if they're taking bullshit classes, they still have access to tutors and all of those resources yeah. because they are on a Division One team. Like that, that's what you need to do to to succeed. And also, but here here's my other point: How many of these guys are actually making it to the pro? Very few. So I feel like a lot of these guys are still taking some real classes. Yeah. 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 Because there's some guys who are taking classes because they need a job. Yeah. And the craziest part is, because March Madness is so big, there's some people walking around in, like, especially, not not Alfred, New York, but, like, you go back to, like, your local hometown, I guarantee there's at least one guy who's played in the tourney. Yeah. That's crazy to right. think about. Over all the years, you can at least find probably one or two people in your community that has probably played Division One basketball and played in the tournament. definitely could. Yeah. In Rochester? Rochester oh, yeah. produced a lot. I, I that, that'd be interesting to look at the at Utica's history. I'm sure there's definitely people because we like yeah, UB. UB is right yeah, next exactly. to us. So that's, yeah, UB is right next to us, and they they make the tourney a decent amount of time. Yeah. So like, there there's guys who come out to be like getting normal jobs and be like, hey, like tell me a bit about your life. He's like, yeah, man, played played March Madness, crazy experience in my life. Yep. Now that's this so this awesome. is this is something that's super strange. My brother's friend went to Dayton. Okay. Um, Dayton obviously made the tournament. He was not a basketball player, but he was a very good athlete and like could do flips and shit. Was male cheerleader. Oh, awesome. like super. So he got to do. He got to go to the March Madness. Well, he was one of their best cheerleaders, so he got to be the mascot. Oh, so wow. he he got he got to be the mascot at March Madness. That's how cool, cool is that? You can't rip on male cheerleaders. They no, are, that's a lot. They're athletes. They too. are athletes. Holding up people that is that's hand cleans, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like everything involved, like the technicality involved in cheerleading, is actually really insane. And some of those guys are massive dudes. Like, they're really, like, they make Clayton look like a bitch. Yeah, you're getting ahead of... <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, Clayton, you're a bitch. You're pushing it there, Pipsqueak. <laughs> That's a micro for a reason. They make Micro Marrero look like a bitch. That, no, that's, like, half the population, at least. Yeah, I mean, gymnasts, um, biceps from doing yes. all the... the Pulling up. Crazy athleticism. Yeah. yeah. Going back to, like, the Olympics, 
that's the only time that I watched gymnastics. But yeah. like, like 40 minutes ago. I'm just saying that's that's the back, guys. That's the awesome thing about the Olympics is like the unity. Like you'll talk to someone and be like, Oh, did you watch gymnastics last night? Or did you watch water polo? Like you watch you're watching leaning. Exactly. You're watching the weirdest No, I didn't. Well, shut up. You you're watching gymnastics? sports that you'd oh, never watch. Oh. No, I'm watching beach volleyball. Of course. Oh, that's so much fun to watch. Oh, okay. Calm down. <laughs> well, I'm both on like the men's and women's side. Like, yeah. I just don't watch I, volleyball. I, I, volleyball is actually really fun to watch it's at the really Olympic fun. level. I love like jumping out of my couch when uh, Dalha. I think it was Dalhauser. You're, <laughs> you're jumping out of your couch for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just spiking things, and I'm like, this is sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on that note. We are going to end this episode. <laughs> this is probably like one of the most fun episodes. I I, I don't even know. Like, see, here's the thing. L- little uh, behind the scenes is I'm gonna have to explain to Jaws, uh, Big Big D, on how the subject of this episode. I don't even know. Just Everything. How, how we describe this episode. We linked every sport together. We talked about Olympics. We talked about UFC. We talked about football. We talked about hockey. We talked about baseball. MLB. And we talked about baseball. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Oh, we didn't touch golf. Rugby. Is, is this golf. the first time in history of Hats, Hats, and Stats that we talked about gymnastics? I think so. <laughs> you want to throw in a small piece about golf? No, we're done. <laughs> Come on. No, no, we're done. All right. Thank you, folks. Go Bills.